on the 168th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We talk about the devastating injury to Dak Prescott and what it means for the Cowboys. We go through the top games of Week 6, play starter or farter, and as always, bring you our Boys of the Week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and we have another coach that got fired, and his name is not Adam Gase, surprisingly, <laughs> as Dan Dan Quinn has gone to Dan Quout because he is out of a job wow. with the Atlanta Falcons right <laughs> wow, now. Wow, yeah, and, I'm not and, sure about that one. And the GM has also gone, too. And they're different people on, like, Bill O'Brien. So, um, but yes, they, um, I mean, this was expected. I mean, you can't. You, you can't keep a lead. You're now 0-5 in a team that, you know, I think we talked about before the season. We, like, we didn't know were they a 12-team, well, 12-win team or a 4-win team. Looking more like the 4-win team. No, uh, no, no, you said that. Yeah. We and, said that they were going to be exciting but shitty. No, but I think Brian agreed with me that uh, that, that was the possibility. We didn't yeah. know what they were. Yeah, there was they were the biggest. Um, like what, what team? Over outcome. But yeah, it looks like they're going to be. I mean, look, obviously already five losses. Best they could do is eleven and five. That's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was it was overdue, and they, it just seems like they could never get away from losing that lead in the Super Bowl, like three four years ago. So it it haunted them. It, it did. It really did. John, John, how much does it pain you to see other coaches get fired and it's not yours? It's just like why why, why not my coach? <laughs> like why not why not us? Like that, yeah, that's how I'm starting to feel about Gettleman. Oh, yeah, all these GMs, but like at least like Quinn took his team to a Super Bowl again. They did. They lost in the most humil- humiliating way, and they just kept blowing leads in like a what we call the Sisyphus Hill, like just like constantly redoing the same thing, just that's pushing the pushing the uh, boulder up the mountain. Yeah, just having it crush you. Um, <laughs> All right. Is that what Gase is doing to you right now? No, no. Gase is just like kicking me in the dick every week. <laughs> he, he oh. might he he might give up play calling though. He might there's give up play be, calling. There's got to be a philosophy thing to that kicking. I think, dick I think that was Plato. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Sounds like him. Plato, but, the dick yeah. kicker. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joe Flacco, 15 points a game, not great. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's got to go. I I just I, I'm actually shocked. I, I thought it was going to be after four games. It's now five games, and yeah, and there's all the rumbling if they could if they lost to Denver with the backup QB and everything that he was gone, and that didn't happen. Whoever did that rumbling, what a dick! Yeah, it was bad rumbles, bad rumblings, yeah, bad rumbles. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, I think. Well, should we talk about some of the uh, the the biggest news of this past week, which is Dak Prescott having that gruesome gruesome like uh ankle injury um oh also cbs zooming in on it for like 10 seconds oh and then you see he like you saw him like grab it and try and like shove it back because it was so messed up like he was like trying to like push it to to look correct it was so messed up poor bastard um yeah and then you have the all-time tony romo line of um you gotta hope that's just a cramp (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, I think he, he was 
like extremely calm about it. Like I was, com- I, I mean, I was confused at first. I was like, I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. He was extremely calm, and then they zoom in on the anchor. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. no, it's yeah, no good. I think when you have the ones that are that bent and twisted, it's more of like a, you know, like you're a little more shocked than, and you don't feel it until you're like, you get to sit down and go over the injury. I think you're like the first few moments, you're kind of just like, oh, that's not how this should bend. This is pretty shocking. Yeah, a problem. And it happens so quickly sometimes, like you said. Like, it, you don't even, like, I think you, like, you feel the pain at first, and then, like you said, you roll over and you just, it's all, it all happens so quickly and you're in shock and you don't know what to think. Like, it's not. And you see, he was in pain afterwards. I mean, of course, more emotion than that. You saw he was crying and really upset. There was a lot going through his head at that point. Part of which was probably like, man, I didn't get that big contract yet, <laughs> and now I'm injured. That's sort of, I mean, I yelled at the, at the TV to Jerry Jones about that. Like, poor Bassett got injured, couldn't get that big contract, and that was, you know, sort of sucks. Um, that does suck, but I, I'm sure he'll be back. And he also, you know, has a lot of, he's in a lot of commercials and stuff. So he's got, of course, he's, he's pretty got, marketable. Yeah, absolutely. But, but he'll be back. He's young, and um, at least it wasn't like an Alex Smith break your leg off your body type thing speaking, who also came back speaking of which alex smith comes back like what first or second play of the game Aaron donald jumps completely on his back and uh that was really nerve-wracking watching him carry Aaron donald <laughs> to <laughs> he, the leg didn't give out so you know he um he didn't you know he looked a little rusty of course uh not playing for like like 600 and something days and uh that I, it sucks though, but uh, Ron Rivera did say if Kyle Allen is cleared to play, he's going to be the starter next week. So, a little okay. upset about that. Um, would like to see Alex Smith uh, bring in, uh, you know, Dump City as we call it, because he's the king of the dumpers. And uh, I don't think it's going to happen if Kyle Allen's healthy. I and mean, that's very upsetting because I think Alex Smith is the better quarterback. Right. Yeah, and question. don't you just want somebody that can take over the dump? From Breeze, is that like your biggest? That's why you really want Alex Smith in there. Is like Breeze is the dump king right now, and you can't have that. No, not at all. But I mean, look, what we always, we always loved Alex Smith for being king of the dumpers, which is why I was always a huge Chris Thompson fan for a couple, you know, for years. Um, you know, he had that that con- they had the connection, they had a connection. So I just I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss. He's it. gonna miss it. Also, why they bench Haskins if they're just going to throw, like, if the, if the other two quarterbacks are going to be, like, 50% for, like, 60 yards anyways? Well, apparently it was, uh, an, it was an illness, too, as well, which is why he... They, they benched him before. Well, Wasn't they, there a lot of talk of, like, him not being good, a good, like, film studier and, like, not really paying attention? Yeah, well, that would Or is that just mumble-jumbo that people were saying after the fact? But I read a couple of things about that. Look, um, he said he didn't give up on him yet, though. So, you know, I think I think give it time for Haskins. Maybe he's got another shot uh, this season to play. But, look, again, don't matter. The biggest storyline was that I really thought just seeing Alex Smith play was really great. I honestly don't care about Kyle Allen or Dwayne Haskins. I just want to talk about Alex Smith. Um, sure. With that. Do you want to talk more? Do you want to go back to Prescott? I do, actually. Cause, no, it, I mean, because we have five other fantasy players on that team if you're counting Dalton Schultz who I don't think you can count anymore now that Dak's gone yeah I agree with that um 
But Dalton didn't look bad. I mean, again, it's against the Giants' defense. Um, but, Which you hasn't know, been bad. True, true. We're being honest, Giants' defense. They haven't given up too many points. Fifth, fifth in yards coming into that game. So, which is not bad. And, you know, as we... I mean, Dalton has to be one of the top backups in the league, right? I mean, he's been a con, you know a starter for the Bengals for how many years? And uh, has put up some good numbers in, uh, in some of those cases. So, I, I don't... I mean... I think he could still make Lamb, Cooper, and Gallup feasible as options. I think Elliott steps up even more now with Dalton there, but maybe we'll, the same. I, I I don't think he takes a step back, but I don't know about more. Maybe maybe they just switch to more running, but well, that's what I, I mean. mean they, run, yeah. they run it a lot anyway. But I I, I mean, th- they definitely did it in just during the game because like they were like oh shit like all of a sudden like had to change up their game plan midweek. With a week to prepare, I mean, the two throws he had to gallop were Oof. really, really amazing. Very nice. Like, like on the spot. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, they, they signed him because they thought Dak might hold out, so it was insurance. So, he definitely, they still think he can play because they're about to go into the season with him. And, yeah, you probably take off Schultz, and you probably take off Gallup. But you I, can still play Cooper. I don't think you take Elliott, off Gallup. And... And uh, Gallup, Gallup was doing nothing really until Dalton came in, and then he, he seemed to have a lot of faith in him in the, in the late part of that game to throw those passes. So right. I sort of like it. G- Gallup, if you have a shit ton of bye weeks or injuries, I'm just saying he looked he looked like he might trust him. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did look like he liked Gallup. Um, so you never know. I mean, CD Lamb still looks like the best receiver there. Mm-hmm. Um, By Cooper far, Cooper just has that red zone threat to him. But yardage wise, I think it's going to be a CD Lamb show. Yeah, if I if you had to pick any of the three for the rest of the season, it's CD Lamb. That's he just looks like exit the best receiver there at this point. I I don't think it really changes anything when it really comes to it. No. Um, also. I mean, it definitely changes something. I don't think. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't think um, Andy Dalton's throwing for many 500 yard games. Well, yes, obviously. And also, the running risk is gone too. Mm, Yeah, I don't think. I mean, Andy Dalton's not running for 60 yards in a game. I don't know. You wait and see. Andy Dalton is uh, sneaky. He gets those sneaky runs. He gets those sneaky runs. Watch. But uh, yeah, but yeah, sneaky runs. Yeah, I know. I've gotten them too. Um, but yeah, he's obviously not going to be throwing five touchdowns a game, 500 yards and shit like that. But, um, but I still think you are able to play those four players and the way Gallup's played regardless. I mean, he's pretty much a fringe starter at this point anyway. So like he, I don't think he moves down. I don't think he moves up. I think Lamb stays where he is. Cooper stays where he is and Elliot stays where he is. I don't, I don't think it changes that much in, in that aspect. If I'm wrong. I mean, they're still going to have to score 35 points a game to to be in games. Yeah, but you're you're operating with Andy Dalton, who yes, we say as a backup, a very preferable backup. But you're still uh, you're still doing your backup. I don't know. It brings I think it brings the ceiling down of everybody except for Elliot, and I don't think it brings the ceiling up for Elliot. It just you know I don't think it brings it down. But like if you're going from somebody who's going to throw 400 yards a game to two to 250, 
you're not there's less to go around i don't know how like i guess seems like admit i'm not i mean i don't know why you guess like Anthony's not a math guy, apparently. I'm not. I don't know. I, I feel like this is pretty obvious because Dak was thrown for so many yards. I don't know. Unless you think they come in with the same game plan with Dalton and just let him fire the, whole, the entire game. I mean, he is the red rifle, so they might. They just might. Look, when you have a, a quarterback, again, I think who is, I think, being overlooked because, you know, now he is the backup. He never had, not saying the Dallas Cowboys line is as good as it was in maybe a couple of years ago, but the line is definitely better than anything he had in Cincinnati. He only had really ever one wide receiver on that team to throw to on Cincinnati. What? Who was the other one? TJ Hushmanzada. How long ago was that? How many years? Are you kidding me? Wasn't that like the Carson Palmer days with TJ Hushmanzada, not Andy Dalton? (laughs) How go back into your record book, John? I think oh, that's going a little. <laughs> what? I think that's a little too far. Um, so, honestly, no, no. Look, you could. We do. We do this all the time about like a guy, like a guy going from a bad team to a good team, or the best backup you could have. Uh, regardless, he could play. He could play better than anybody's expectations and do the best that he's ever done based on his Bengals days. Which is probably not going to happen because he's older, but it's still like I just don't know if you're you're gonna get. They were they were scoring for, like close to forty points a game to start the season. I don't know. I don't I don't know if that offense can three receivers, a tight end, and a running back. Like that's a lot of people to support. Well, I'm not even. I'm I'm throwing the tight end out immediately. So okay, but he's still <laughs> going to get targets. So you're not going to have him on your team, but he's still going to yeah. get. Well, like, what? If that- I'm excited to see this week. Who are they playing this week? Is it not uh, the Eagles? I don't even remember. Cardinals, I think. Car- I think. Oh, actually, I don't know if it got moved around. Whoever they're playing this week, I'm excited to see Andy Dalton start and see what it looks like with him, like the game plan set for him. If it changes at all, what like it? it it's very, it's very intriguing to me. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to watch this, this game. That's all it, right. and I'll go from there. Then I'll make my decision. All right, fair enough. Uh, uh, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need racks. I want to. I want to watch games and then make my decisions. So when you ask me to, you know, make a take about the future, I rather see the future first. But you cannot necessarily like when a quarterback comes in halfway through and looks ridiculous because the the team didn't game plan for them, and then you want to be like, oh well, I don't really under- like know if that. It's the real quarterback. You need to see them no, start. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's it would be different if, like, this was Gardner Minshew coming, going down and Andy Dalton is going in place of him. Then you could be like, well, this offense might be getting better or not. Maybe Minshew was better than Dalton, but it's like, uh, Dak is going down. And I know Dak's never won anything in his career, but he's been a top-of-the-line fantasy quarterback for a while now. I agree, but I'm I'm right. just excited to see what right. Andy Dalton can do. And I I have faith in Andy Dalton. All right, John, I see your your move on. Go ahead. All right. Speaking of not top of the line quarterbacks, uh, Jimmy G, yuck. That was <laughs> you that don't was even say anything else. Just say yuck. Performances I've ever seen. Yeah, that was pretty pretty um pretty bad. Um, I don't know if he was still just not healthy, um, or if he's just bad, but. Also, are the, are the Miami Dolphins just good? 
I mean, they they took Seattle to the brink, uh, so I mean, that's not anything. I, I say right? Dolphins are pesky. The, the yeah, the Dolphins are what a well coached team with not an insane amount of talent, especially on the defensive side, um, and the offensive line. They're just well coached, right? So they're going to be in. Yeah, they're, they're pesky or feisty. And you got a crafty, that, crafty you veteran. Take a blowout in that scenario. Also, do we have a? Um, a Keenan Allen injury, or is it something little? Uh, it seemed like some sort of he was getting his hips stretched out, so possible. Gotta keep those hips uh, nice and stretched, because they uh, they can definitely ruin you, big time. Well, big anytime. Time. Well, is he not on the field? He's not on the field. So anyway, um, getting back, not worrying about that game right now, um, unless Keenan Allen is actually injured. Um, we were discussing the 49ers and the Dolphins. Now, let's not forget, too, that as bad as Jimmy Garoppolo was throwing the ball um, and the Dolphins putting up like a bajillion points on them, half of the 49ers' defense has been out, right? Like, I think that's also part of the problem. Like, I don't think this is a pure... Like, you can't really see how really good Miami is Yeah, in, and they did with just lose to the Eagles, too. That's true. Who have looked bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like John said, the Dolphins are pesky. Uh, they're well coached, so they're going to win most of their games. And it's just, it was crazy that it was a blowout. Yeah. yeah. A blo- I mean, I would, I'd be like, oh, in San Francisco, but it really doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> uh, Williams finally looked good. That was nice to see. A, a boy heading into the season who hadn't done anything. I mean, yeah, the I mean, Chris Patrick went nuts, and all all the receivers got a little piece of the pie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say don't trust that just yet. It was nice to see, but and now my daughter. No, yeah, because there's only four receptions at the end of the day. But 100 yards and a touchdown. Was it was a super long touchdown catch, right? It was a deep throw, definitely. Like yeah, yards. I don't know if it, I don't know how long it was, but I know it was deep. Watch, watching the replay. Also, of it. screw whoever had the, the holding call on that Tyreek Hill like sixty yard catch from Dak, uh, from Patrick Mahomes. Oh, the second. I don't want to hear about. <laughs> I don't want to hear about things getting overturned with this fucking Giants game. The most two, two most ticky tack little penalties that they were just like, no, we need the Cowboys. To that win. was actually pretty ridiculous. The guy like they like he wasn't set on that like illegal formation. I'm like, bro, he was. He, he was. He, he was. Come on. Know, come on. Set, I don't know what set means if he wasn't set. I, there. I know it's ridiculous. That was such a terrible call. And then it happened. Like we said, when it happened again, I was like, "Oh my god, not again!" Like on a bad yeah. call. Like this is ridiculous. This yeah, is they so took ridiculous. two touchdowns away. One of them from my boy Slayton, who looked amazing. Um, but regardless, that's ridiculous. I mean, come on. <laughs> They're already zero and four. Do we really have to? take away a win that they deserve like they they won that game i'm sorry you can't overturn two touchdowns it's yeah it sucks and look when it when it when it rains it pours on you know like with bad luck you know like it really it really seems to like the giants they just want them to be garbage and they want the cowboys to win that division you're right they really do <laughs> yeah yeah they're like the giants aren't going anywhere let's have but now <laughs> that that's out i wonder if they still feel the same way um mm, maybe I but that, that was so insane. What are we? Th- I couldn't believe watching this. I was like, really? This a two, <laughs> take two away? The Giants haven't scored a touchdown. And before that, the Giants hadn't scored a touchdown in two weeks. 
and we're going to just start taking touchdowns away from them. What do uh all right, off that because I know you can go down a rabbit hole with uh with that. What do you guys think of the Raiders? Do we think that they're for real versus the Chiefs uh at 40 point uh you know number they put on the uh the Chiefs? Oh, do we think they I mean they're 3 and 2 right now. What are we uh what are we thinking? That was actually my next talking point. Point. I think they're more good than they are average. <laughs> they they lost to the the Patriots and uh uh, what was the other team they lost to? Okay, I'm blanking on it. It was uh, the Bills? And the Bills, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, the Bills. Yeah, last week. So, like, two good two good teams, and they were kind of in it for the Patriots for most of the game. So, it's like, I think they're more good than average, and they're definitely going to be uh, a plucky team down down the uh, the stretch. Well, it's definitely going to be tough because, what, there's seven teams now making the playoffs, right, this year? And mm-hmm. if we go to the NFC North, don't we have three 4-1 teams or one 5-0 and team and two 4-1 and teams right now, like, looking good? The, the Steelers? Oh, sorry, Steelers are 4-0. Wow. and um, And the Browns and Ravens are 4-1. and So, I mean, that's going to be tough yeah, to be... Yeah, that division's insane right now. It's going to be tough to make a playoffs. I mean, like, what, the the... The Colts are three and two. The Texans are undefeated. Uh, the Texans, the Titans are undefeated right now. The Bills undefeated. Uh, it's gonna be tough to get that seventh playoff spot. Even you get that extra one, but I, I think you're right, John. I think they they definitely have showed a lot of grit in these games. And uh, putting up I mean, putting up forty is ridiculous. I think yeah. they're also well coached. Then they have their quarterback situation's weird though because Carr is like. The guy looks like one of the better quarterbacks in the league when he's playing from a lead. Like if it's it's all about if they score first, I feel like because once they have a lead, he looks so comfortable. But he like God forbid they get down. But he they looks were like they a were down completely four, different quarterback. They were down fourteen to three though in this game. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like and he still. I mean, look again. He can definitely well, yeah, be a Jekyll that, and Hyde. I mean, that's good. that's really good to see. As if you're. Uh, Raiders fan, because that's the one thing he just hasn't been able to do in his career. Like, he just seems to be um, really good with the lead and not too much. So, I mean, I like the Raiders. I like John Gruden, so I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. And, uh, look, they have a great run game, solid tight end, yeah. some young wide receivers. So, look, like you said, if you could have put that group together with the also a pretty young defense as well, I believe you could, uh, with good coaching, that could really go far. And like you said, they have good coaching. So, yeah, so who's who's the prote- oh sorry, John? Go. I would say somehow Nelson Aguilar is like becoming a legit receiver <laughs> in that <laughs> offense too. He's got his games, yeah, here and there. Who's the pretender in this super? Sa- so it's seven teams. So we got Colts, Titans, Chiefs, Raiders, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Bills, Patriots. We have nine teams that could Ooh. like. I, I don't think any other team has a chance of making the playoffs. Uh, you could say Chargers or Dolphins. That I mean, I don't believe either of those. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you couldn't even finish no, the word Dolphins. The Texans go on some run, but without Bill O'Brien, I mean, they have Deshaun Watson, so there's anything's possible. But who are the two pretenders of those nine nine teams that Ooh. are going to be left out here? Well, I don't think they're pretenders. I think they'll be in it down the stretch just because of their team makeup, but the Colts, I just don't feel like are going to be able to score enough to keep up with like the rest of the teams. Like I know their defense is great. I know they have a solid, like I like Jonathan Taylor, but 
like Philip Rivers is already throwing for only 150 yards. I feel like that's going to get less the as the year goes on. All I know is a couple of these teams are going to look at the NFC East and be like, "Oh, come on, come on!" <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, it's terrible. But I, I agree. I mean, look, the Colts defense is still good. They were missing a bunch of starters this past week, um, which definitely hurt them. But you're right. If if Philip Rivers can't can't move the ball down the field, with throwing, like I said, it's throwing 150 yards, it, it, it's it's really bad. Like he needs to move that ball down the field, and uh, I would have to say they're going to be they they would be the odd team out of the nine, right? So that would be them, and I, one more, one more. I mean. Man, that's tough. I would Raiders probably, Browns, probably, I'd probably say the Maybe. the Browns mainly because I think they're gonna have a tough schedule. Um, they gotta play the Ravens and their history and the history, of course. <laughs> you know, they're the yeah, Browns. Can't, can't discount the history. So. Yeah, it's a tough time getting past. I mean, it looks like they finally found a coach that's just above average. So that's really good for them. Uh, but, but you can't discount their history. <laughs> it sort of sucks, and I root for the Browns. I, you know, I was rooting for them last year, and they really just turned to shit immediately. By the way, I had that same cup, uh, Yankee Cup, Brian. I had like three of those in my. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect bad time because it holds a lot of water. Um, but yeah, I I think you know they have to play the Steelers twice, right? They haven't played them yet. They have to play the Ravens one more time. It's a uh, you know it's it's going to be a tough tough road. For the rest of the season for the Browns. But they look good so far. Look, four, four straight wins. Can't go wrong. No, not at all. I mean, good for them. I'll always root for the Browns because they're such a sad sack. So <laughs> why not? Uh, I think the Patriots, I think Bill Belichick just scheming his way to little wins here and there. And I, I don't think their team is very good. But we'll see. I I, I think they'll, they, they will find a way to make the playoffs, though. They just will. I, I just don't. I don't. I would rather do them not, just to be like, hey, look, the Patriots actually didn't make the playoffs for one fucking year. Um, but yeah, they, it's, it, it, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, as, long as, as long as Cam's not out for like two months. Um, also, speaking of pretenders, Anthony, are your uh, your Saints pretenders right now? Uh, yeah, pretty Down much twenty to three. This is they have Drew Brees hasn't thrown a ball past five yards. Yeah, but that's been completed. Look, I literally just get text messages as you say that, like, what's going on with the Saints? Um, look, this is uh, exactly where the Saints want them. They want to be down 17. They, um, uh, you know, just want to make it more exciting for the comeback. Yeah, you know, that's a, it's just another division, though, where it's like you could slow play this division because I mean, Tampa doesn't look so it doesn't look great. I mean, Tom Brady's good one week, bad another. Is Carolina uh, gonna win the division? <laughs> Three. I mean, Carolina's looked really good since Christian McCaffrey's gone down. So you know, just, you gotta yeah. you gotta pay your running backs a lot of money. I mean, just trade uh, McCaffrey, get a ton for him, and uh, keep uh, Davis on that field. Shit, I know, right? You might as well. I mean, if anybody's willing to trade for that contract, I think someone might. He's still young. It's like, why not? The Jets, maybe. Yeah, if you could get secondary help on that team, that's really what they need. Exactly, that'd be nuts, you know. But. I uh, think like- Three quarters of the league need secondary help. Just it's swung so far in the offense's favor. It really has. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I watching the Saints so far this season. I haven't really liked what I've seen. They've they've won a couple games, but they just haven't looked like the team that they were supposed to be. So it might just be a fizzle out year for Breeze's last season because it's just not looking right as of right now. So. At least you're gonna at least you're gonna watch every game of the season and they're all gonna matter. So that's good. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not watching. I'm not, I'm not watching. John and I, there's one more game of the season, though. I guess the Giants are still in it, weirdly, since the Cowboys are two and three in first place and have their backup quarterback. So I guess the Giants are weirdly still in it, but that's still know. a long, still a long I, shot. I, I get like a half. Of, a half of a game, and then I'm like, you know, just time for the, rest of the entire time. <laughs> yeah, you bear, you don't even get much of a start. No. It's it's kickoff. Kickoff usually starts pretty well, and then it's all down. It's all down. Kickoff. Yeah, and and then and that also helps the Saints too. Is that probably? There's, I mean, not probably. Only one team from the NFC East is making it. So, you know, there's always another wild card for grabbing another another division. So. You know. Yeah, I mean, we can play this game, the same game on the other division because, I mean, on the other, yeah, side, um, on the NFC side, because it's going to be one team from the East, uh, then probably I one mean, from the, the Bears North. Bears are a Jekyll and Hyde team. Mm, yeah, they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to last. The Lions blow too many things. The Vikings have looked bad. <laughs> Even that division looks bad. Yep. I mean, they have wins. Yeah, the Packers are a lock. Mm-hmm. Packers are a lock, and Seahawks are a lock. And besides that, there's just and the I Rams. Mean, I, think I think San look good. Francisco and the Rams. I think that that the West is getting three teams in. Probably. Yeah, for sure. Probably. Um, so three, I think Rams, San Francisco, and Seattle teams. are all making it. All right. So, yeah. So, three from the West, one from the East, one from the North, and two from the South, probably. Or flip that, two from the North, yeah. one from one the from South. The south. That's, that's, that's going to be the uh, that's gonna be the race down the, probably. Down the stretch. But, look. It would be crazy if all four teams came from the West. That would be really funny. I mean, it could happen. It could, but sure. but having to play each other a lot, I don't know. Really I, I think the, I think the 49ers, a 49ers are in a bad spot at this point. Like mathematically difficult. I yeah, I don't think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs this year, man. Too many injuries. I just think it's not it's not going to happen. The quarterback situation there is just butt cheeks. So it's not good. Not good for San Francisco. Quarterback butt cheeks. <laughs> Carolina tied for first. Yeah, look at them. Yeah, three straight wins. Yeah. You know, Teddy Bridgewater. Just and, exceedingly proficient at everything, and they barely lost to the Raiders Week One, like barely. They're, yeah, to a team we just praise pretty high. To you know, it could be four and one right now. The 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 Panthers. So I don't think it's the Saints division anymore at this point. It's te- well, it's Teddy's division, and he's on the Panthers now. There it is, Teddy Bridge. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, let's go on to Week Six. Um, week Six. One of the team. To our week six games, our five games, and then the one game I just want to talk about because it's a great game. Uh, week six, like I said, Browns at Steelers. This is the uh, yard yardstick game for the Browns. See if they measure up with the uh, with the team with one of the best defenses in the league and an offense that just crushed the Eagles. Uh, defense, uh, one of the best. I, w- I would say yes. They definitely get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, but they they let secondary can be beat. They yeah. got beat, man. I mean, I have to uh, apologize for saying that the Steelers are just going to run all over the Eagles. They still won by like nine or something like that. But man, that Fulgham, he looked like legit. He did look legit. So I will I will cop to uh to saying that wasn't going to happen last week. Um, also, Miles Sanders two touchdowns and a really long one to. And he only had eleven carries for eighty yards. It was. Uh, and one of those was, I think, 60. So, rest of the game, not that great, but still hit two touchdowns. So, if you're Miles Sanders, who guy who dropped a lot in drafts, so far looking good besides the week one injury. 
Yeah, that game was a lot closer than I thought. But there was also that, what, another really poor overturn touchdown call, which could have given Claypool uh, five touchdowns on the day. Oh, that was a bad what, what Yeah, That was not that offensive. Was a really bad call. Not offensive pass interference that was at phantom. all. He, well, the thing is he moved his hand in, I guess, a movement that's usually offensive pass interference, but he never actually touched the guy. He did the swipe without ever touching him. Yeah. So they just called it based off of seeing the swipe, and it's like, well, you have to actually touch, touch the, the guy, person. yeah. No, and well, that was a nice touchdown too. Yeah, so I, I mean, if you watch that game, I think the score was a little closer than the game, but I know, I know, we're, are we are we going to talk about the Eagles at all or no? They're in these games. Uh, yes. Okay, then I won't bring it up now. Uh, we'll bring it up later. Um, but yeah, you're right. This is going to be a tough matchup what do we think about the browns this week are they in pittsburgh i mean i know it's not yes okay with ten thousand fans um Ooh, ten thousand terrible towels right interesting yeah, he um uh, i mean jarvis landry actually had a good game he had 80 yards i think is by far his best receiving game he didn't mm-hmm. throw a touchdown this week unfortunately um uh, i mean with kareem hunt as he's obviously always playable are we Dearness De- Johnson? Are we on him? Yeah, absolutely. Not against the Steelers. Like, yeah, the Steelers, great, great run defense. Miles Sanders, you know. That was a one. That was a mistake. Like a you know blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one. It was one run that was blown coverage, and he just ran through it. And uh, I, I don't think you're gonna see Dearness Johnson do that. You can't. We can't. Yeah. We can't rely on that. No, for sure. And lower ex- lower expectations for Hunt. Although he will, he's a pass catcher too. So mm-hmm. that helps. Always helps. Very good pass catcher. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's Hunt and Beckham on that team. That's I'm not right. Yeah, you can't trust Landry yet. Not yet. Mm. Not yet. Um, I mean, now maybe pick him back up if he was on the um, wire. Although I, I have a feeling he probably wasn't because of his name. But if he was, maybe pick him back up. They just don't throw it enough. Um, they don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know Beckham just when you you think you got. A high-end wide receiver too. I mean, he still gets ten points in PPR, so it wasn't the worst thing. It's 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 not like he's scoring nothing, but it, you'd like to see more. Like yeah, of course, of course, especially after last week's output. Um, what do we think about on the other side? What are we What are we seeing from Claypool? What is What is this? How are we uh, How are we taking this? Like, is he? The guy, because we just talked about Deontay Johnson a few weeks ago being mm-hmm. taking over Smith Schuster. And I looked at the snap counts this week. Maybe he's not fully healthy, but he had he was only on the field for six snaps, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, he well, was he not. wasn't healthy. So that. He, well, he left the game. So, so that's. So, like. Right? <laughs> all right. So. That that. But, like, so he comes back healthy. What does this do for Claypool, Smith Schuster? Like, how do we. How is this going to be navigatable? Because yeah, I mean, I'm starting to kind of get lower and lower on Schuster. Um, because Schuster, I mean, he Schuster's like the guy who's gonna—he's kind of like the Beasley of this offense, the guy who's always going to have his six catches for sixty yards, but he doesn't have the ceiling of Claypool or Johnson. I think you're going to see like a kind of take turns between Claypool and Johnson. You just have to hope you're in the right week. Where one of them goes off, okay. and Schuster will always get his PPR. He's kind of in like a Jarvis Landry zone right now. Do you think it's worth 
like someone. I mean, do you think he's worth picking up or trying to trade for? Because he might be really low at this point. You think his name is still carrying too much weight? Trade for him or trade him? Who I would trade f- trade for him. I mean, like for, for Schmidt Schuster. Like he's still he's still a good wide receiver. Do you think in a PPR league you say he's going to catch six, you know, around six balls a game? That's at least six points right there. He gets sixty yards. That's you know twelve. Not terrible. Put tack on a touchdown. Like, but do you think his name carries too much weight that he's going to be too hard to get still, even though he hasn't really produced all that much? And now with Claypool, like, coming out, like, maybe you could try and work that. I mean, I think Graven Smith Schuster is not a bad deal. That's why I'm trying to say, like, I think it might not be a bad idea to go get him. But do you think his name's carrying too much weight still that he's going to cost too much for what we're getting? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind the opposite. I, I, I'd probably go the other way and look to trade him try and sell him on the name instead of sell him on the name okay. yeah i mean he he hasn't i he hasn't top 70 yards this season um uh, and yeah. he hasn't really been facing a murderous row of defenses the giants uh denver houston philly uh so he, he ha- he's been good at, he's kind mm. of been like keeping you alive as a fantasy player with touchdowns he has three touchdowns Two against the Giants. So he had six for 69 and two touchdowns against the Giants in week um, one. And besides that week, uh, 14 points is his highest PPR, and that's because he got a touchdown. Oh, wow. So four for 28, four for 43, seven for 48. So he hasn't topped 50 yards since week one. I mean, I, I think he's kind of... So I think you're selling high on a name, maybe. All right. At this point. So that's probably US bet yeah. if you can get anything yeah, I'm, I'm on a name. I'm going to put Brian on that one after hearing his argument. Yeah. Much no, more convincing. No, that's, no, I didn't really didn't make an argument as much, that much. I was just asking, really. Um, I don't dislike him. I just know I don't know if he's as. I mean, Claypool looks really explosive, um, and so does Johnson. So I think they're just going to be the boom guys in that offense. Who's the boom king? Probably not Schuster. All right. Well, Schuster's still a good, like he's still he's always been a very good red zone receiver in his career. Weirdly, because he's I mean it's weird because he's a slot receiver. But do you remember like two years ago when he was leading the league in red zone targets? And you're like, what the hell's going on? Like he's a tiny slot receiver. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not tiny, but he's not huge. Um, so he's always gonna be good red zone. So hmm. I still like him as a player, but I think you're it's more of like a very high end wide receiver three. I wonder if he ends up. On the outs, the way, um, who was it? When Antonio Brown came in, it was... Uh, Martavius Bryant? No, it was uh, the other guy who ended up on the Jets. What was that? Why can't I think of his name now? Antonio Holmes. Antonio Holmes. Like, he ended up, like, being the, like, the guy, like, he didn't give him the contract, and they ended up giving it to Antonio Brown. I wonder, like, if uh, Deontay Johnson and Claypool will be like, oh, this is our new young, this is, you know, because the Steelers seems to, like, they know. Like, they know which wide receiver is the one to keep and, like, let go of the other one. So maybe Schmidt-Schuster is going to be on the outs. Maybe he'll be somewhere else because, I don't know, Claypool and Deontay Johnson look better when they, well, Deontay Johnson when he plays, when he's not hurt, looks, I think it looks better. And Claypool, look, like you said, looks explosive. Look ridiculous. It's also just one game, so. Yeah. Yes, well, it is one game. just be happy that, like, it just looks like it's an offense that's getting pulled together now. And I think with big, if you have Big Ben, you're looking at a guy who's close to 300 yards, three touchdowns every game. I mean, he's never going to get anything with his legs. 
so he'll never be a top five. But we had this conversation last week with him as a QB. Yeah. Like, he's going to be top ten every single week. I mean, night and fucking day from last year's with the shit quarterbacks they had on that team with Ben out. It's just crazy. It's crazy what a bad backup will do to your team. Or backups. <laughs> yeah, they definitely didn't have uh, Andy, any Andy Daltons on that team. Um, all right, let's go on to our next game. It's another uh, stick measure measuring game. It's the uh, the Bears at the Panthers, or like, a, are they for real game for oh, both teams? Both teams, yeah. Like. Um, I mean, Bears, I feel like we can easily say they are not for real because Nick Foles did not look good with a week full of preparation. And that offense, besides Allen Robinson, and even David Montgomery got got some uh, got some points. David uh, Montgomery was 10 for 29 with a touchdown. He's still a terrible running back. I said he got some points. I didn't say he looked good. I just said he got points. I just have to say that. Sorry. He's a bad running back. Yeah. He was in our jump. He was really bad. He was in our jump ship, and I still would jump ship on him. I have um, I have this conversation with Pete every week, who some some reason loves David Montgomery. And I don't understand it. I'm like, you're just watching this horror show every week, and you're cool with it. <laughs> He's like, it's just the opportunity, man. He gets such opportunity. It's like opportunity to average 2.5 yards a carry. Like I don't understand. Like you're either going to get a touchdown with him and salvage your game with between 10 to 15 points, or you're not, and you're going to get five. Like, I don't know. He's got no ceiling. I don't understand. He, he had, had that 10 one carries. He had 10 carries. The Giants. Oh, because he had, like, a blown coverage 50-yard touchdown. But besides that, he's... He's like, trash. There's just nothing good about him. No. I don't know. He can't run it. Like, I, you watch him just run into... For a quality, it doesn't even seem like he's picking the right lanes or anything. He runs like... Know. He's like Trent Richardson without the touchdowns of his first season. Right? Trevor Richardson with less hype. Uh, and there was pretty pretty big hype on David Montgomery in his rookie season. But not top five pick. No, not top five pick, not but he was like a he was like a, a early fantasy darling and I fucking fell right for it. Right for it. But no, you only yeah, fool, you only fooled me looked, once. He looked really good in the he um, won't get fooled again. He looked really good in the preseason. He was supposed to be a pass catching back too, but they just don't throw it to him really. And uh, you would think with Tyreek Cohen out. Tariq Cohen out there. Except for this last this last game was the first game that they started throwing it to him. But it was still 7 for 30. He wasn't explosive with the touches. But so now, right now they, they want to give it to Cordero Patterson sometimes. So like they've tried to, they sort of slotted Patterson into that Tariq Cohen role just not as like as much as Cohen was doing because, you know, Patterson's not Cohen. But it's David Montgomery's never going to see those those receptions the way people may have expected them to. It's not going to happen. Also, yeah. I don't get why. I feel like whatever team Cordell Patterson is on, that team should give him more touches. <laughs> yeah, but he's always – it's like that reminds me of like um, – God, who's that guy on the Seahawks of the longest time Percy ago? Harvin. Percy Harvin. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. to give Percy Harvin more touches, and it just never worked he out. He had one good year. More of a gadget guy. He had one good year, <laughs> but uh, he did on the Jets, right? And no, on Seattle no, no, or the Jets after. Was it the Vikings? Uh, the, was he on the Vikings too? Oh, yeah, Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Viking, yeah. yeah. yeah he, got really, he, he got really bad concussion. Mm, mm. But this is probably his ceiling, Montgomery. Right? He was he caught seven balls for thirty yards, um, then rushing for thirty yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's not his ceiling, I guess. 
So he's only he's a little under four yards a carry. He's not as bad as I was saying, three point nine two. But he's faced Detroit, the Giants, Atlanta, and then Indian Tampa Bay. Um, and then went so Indian Tampa Bay, good defenses, and on them he's rushed. He rushed ten for twenty seven and ten for twenty nine. But see, that's the deal. Oof. So like, if Oof. you're if you're if you're averaging under four yards a carry and you're only getting twelve to fifteen yards, fifteen carries a game, what is that going to average out to? Forty to sixty yards, right? Like you're not, you're never going to hit above that, and you rarely get goal line carries, so you're never catch like because they never fucking have down there, so you're not <laughs> getting you're not getting that opportunity, so your touchdowns are extremely limited. So what if you don't score a touchdown and you don't catch that many passes? Your highest points are going to be six. Yeah, I mean he's only got one rushing touchdown on the year, and, and, it, just, and it just happened, and then one receiving in week one. And that was a blown coverage thing against the Giants. Like fucking a man, like this is terrible, terrible. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, if you have him, what else are you going to do with him? Probably don't drop him because you're going to need him for a bye week. But he's not startable unless they're playing a bad defense, a bad rushing defense. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so and then onto the Panther side. Obviously, Mike Davis still. I would say Teddy Bridgewater is very serviceable by week or injury fill in for guys. And then Robbie Anderson is killing it into a top 10 receiver once he gets away from the Jets. Yo, fucking Adam Gates. (laughs) Him and Bridgewater, they like have like a like a little love connection, man. That he's Jets cast off. They're like, good thing we got away from that shit. (laughs) He's looking good, Robbie Anderson. He is a, he is, uh, he is Mr. Consistency throughout this season. Like catching also, more than five how, passes a week, like it's it's great. How did the Jets have Bridgewater without ever giving him a chance to do anything? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Because uh, they had Josh McCown as backup, obviously. Oh, Josh McCown, the guy with like that that that's the squarest of jaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like, like a, a like villain he's... in a Die Hard movie. <laughs> he, that never masturbates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? What? Uh, uh, like, he, that's like his thing. Is that, um, that Jets trivia? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, yeah, Robbie Anderson's turning into like, like he still gets like a lot of yards, but he's turning into kind of the opposite of what he was with the Jets is just like the hope you get the one big play from him. Yeah, he's, and, like, he's, and, like, uh, he's like one of five guys that have five catches every game so far. Yeah, it's crazy. No, he looks really good. And that whole jump ship conversation with um, Moore, I'm glad we... Stayed on his ship. He looked good this game too. Had broke a long one finally. Um, I could open up my, uh, my 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 players from last week and we can go over them really quick after this as well if you want. Um, but yeah, that that touchdown he, that he caught was he just fucking ran away from the. Was Falcons. that just the Falcons being shitty? Yes, they're shitty. But I mean, did you see him just run away from them like like they yeah, were standing still? Fantastic. It was nice. It was very nice to see. <laughs> and then continue, couldn't even stop. He had to like continue running down the. The tunnel because he was going too fast. It was it was pretty pull, nice. Pull the old Forrest Gump on him. Um, but if you want to quickly go through those those that list, um, yeah. I'm just saying we. I think we because well because are, are you going to talk about the Cardinals this week? Yes. Okay. Well, then I won't bring that one up. And we already have David Montgomery, so we're still jump ship on him. Um, just and T. Y. Hilton, we're jumping ship on him still. They were just pushing him. We had like a big paddle. We're just pushing him under yeah. the water. Pushing him under the water. Just trying to drown him. Like, <laughs> want to make, make it make it as quick as possible your death because you're not coming back up. <laughs> Yikes. 
It's bad. It's bad out there. We're not jumping ship. We're we're drowning. We're actively actively killing these. We're putting them out of their misery. Okay, come on. You don't want to let them suffer. Do you want to let them suffer? That's not nice. Put them out of their misery. I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. What we talking about the Panthers again? So McCaffrey is actually yeah, starting to I do mean, some we're drills. Talking about murder. And people, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're uh, not part of your conversation. So, so McCaffrey is uh, starting to do some drills. So if McCaffrey or when McCaffrey comes back, what happens with Mike Davis? Is he gone? That's a good question. Like, because he's so <laughs> he he looks so good. I wish I could go into the future and watch some games and then answer that question yeah well, then i'll give my analysis well we see the first game back from McCaffrey, then i'll tell you what i think well you're not um, you're not me i think he's mostly gone i think he's like madison or murray or something unfortunately i mean they gave i mean unless they want to bring McCaffrey back so so i think the better the panthers do the more of a chance davis has a role because they're like okay well let's bring him back slowly because we actually have a season going on this this year but um they paid him all that money, so they're going to want to give him the ball. So is there any chance that you could try and trade Mike Davis at this point? Do you think everyone's going to be like, nah, McCaffrey's coming back. Fuck yourself. Um, there might be somebody out there that wants to put a guy in that scores 20 points a game for the next two to three weeks. And do you think it's worth trading then? Like, Depends or, where you are, I guess. I guess. I mean, like, are you hoping that, like, as a Davis owner, like, obviously you never hope for injury, but, like, you hope McCaffrey comes back and is not fully healthy and, like, sort of re-injures himself, and then you still have a stud running back. Because if you if McCaffrey comes back and you have Mike Davis and he goes away, you just lost a ton of production. So, like, you know, do you hope that something happens, or do you just try and get rid of him now? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a tough situation. What are you situation. aiming for with him, though? If, what do you think you could get? If, would you uh, trade him for, for Juju? <laughs> I think I might. To be honest, I mean, if I needed a wide receiver, yeah. yeah but what are you going to get from Mike Davis once McCaffrey comes back? Do you really think they're going to be like, yeah, no, we just paid this guy like the yeah. highest salary of a running back, but no, we're going to pay, we're going to let Mike Davis carry the rock. No, it's, it's going to be a hundred. I'd, I'd look to trade him right now if you can't afford the. I mean, unless you unless you really need a running back for the next couple of weeks because he's still. A stud for until McCaffrey comes back. I would try and get rid of him right now if I had the opportunity because with once McCaffrey comes back, I mean, yeah, it could of course it could backfire. McCaffrey gets hurt again, but you got to get something for him. Or you just if McCaffrey is healthy for the rest of the season when he comes back, you just have a useless player. That's just the way I see it. I don't know. I would try to get whatever you can for him right now. That's just me. And the worst type of useless player, because you see like how good he could be with the opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, look at this point, the, I think the Carolina Panthers are probably like, we got some trade bait. Like, we have a guy who looks fantastic. We have McCaffrey, who we're not obviously uh, getting rid of. Now we can trade uh, Mike Davis, who are uh, you know a RB hungry team. Sure, I don't know if you've watched the NFL in the last ten years, but there's not too many RB trades for RB hungry teams. There aren't, but I mean, look. The Jets have a Jets have a very bad situation at this point. They have a, a Le'Veon Bell who can't run the ball. They have a yeah, but what are the Jets getting out of trading an asset for a running back and then sh- putting him on a really shitty team that might win a game this season? They did just get a few draft picks for Jamal <laughs> Adams, so you know they could use it for something. And I'm sure the way the Jets do their uh, 
their operations, John. I think you'll agree with me. That would be a trade the Jets would make, right? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, they're not playing Will Michael Perrine, so they're not trading for another running back. Although, it does seem like something the Jets would do. That's what not I'm play, saying. Not play the rookie running back and trade for one. That's what okay. I'm, I'm just saying. like... Yeah, but don't you have to... If you're the Jets, don't you have to kind of see what you have in Frank Gore first? <laughs> yeah, it's true. There, there really hasn't... There's not enough tape out on him, really, at all, to make a decision on him. Oh, man. That's, I love Frank Gore. I do. One of the funniest things that he's just happens to be... This, like, if you said... Frank Gore's going to be last year. You're like, Frank Gore's going to be a starting running back next year. It's like, oh, probably the Jets, right? <laughs> uh, it all adds up. It all it all checks out. Um, but yeah, um, with with the with the going back to the Panthers, you're right. Uh, with with Dak Prescott going down, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, like I said, not a bad feeling. Looking pretty good um, in the first five games of the season. So. That's probably not a bad uh, pickup if you've lost Dak and uh, Robbie and DJ just doing their thing. What else is there to say? Apparently nothing. You said it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Apparently nothing. All right. Uh, let's go on to the Ravens at Eagles since Anthony wants to talk about the Eagles for some reason for so long. I mean, I, I just want to talk about Carson Wentz and see what, uh, like, should he be benched? He has nine picks through five games. Oh, no. I think he's he's good. He's just dumb. So should the Cowboys bench him? I mean, not the, should the Eagles <laughs> bench him, or should he be benched as a fantasy player? No, he's not in fantasy. No, no one's playing him. If you're playing him in fantasy, it's only in two quarterback leagues or 24-team leagues, right? <laughs> Something like that. 24-team um, leagues. Well, I know. Yeah, un- unrealistic is what I'm trying to say. Um, he started in our league. Should, are you serious? Yeah, Tommy has him in uh, Stafford. I mean, I would have just dropped him for. Oh my god! Whoever is on the. I think I Bridgewater. Mean, sure Bridgewater was on. Bridgewater was available. You could have picked up Bridgewater versus the Falcons. What were you thinking? That was. A I terrible... mean, he's still gonna win because well, the he's... girls' team is just decimated <sighs> beyond belief. Well, he's lucky. He's lucky. It's like four other. Four of their top five picks aren't playing, so Alright. So so he's lucky. But I mean look, I would have rather played Bridgewater this week versus the Falcons than Wentz versus the Steelers. But uh but Jalen you know, I mean like, is it time to give I mean, I know they're still in it, right? Well they won three and one. Like they're in it. But is it time to give uh Jalen Hurts the the opportunity? I think Wentz is still their their future. You know the Eagles fans are going to call for it the more they lose and the more they have to watch Nick Foles play. This is like a double whammy to them. The, the, the amount of, since I'm in Eagles territory, the amount of people, every time Nick Foles does something good, like after that Patriots game, oh my God, the Nick Foles chatter from Eagles fans. He just wins. He just like, wins. Yeah, We, we, we should have had him. It should have been him. Big Dick <laughs> Nick should have been on our team. But, I mean, yeah, maybe. Maybe he should have. Um, I'm surprised they did win that game, though, the Bears. I'm happy they won the game. It, help, it helps the Saints, of course. I'm, uh, but it was, it, was a, it was a tough fourth game. I get to give it to the Bears. Um, I mean, I don't really want to talk about them anymore because, you know, whatever. But good for them. Uh, but, yeah, I just think Wentz just he, he doesn't look right. In the games that I've watched, he just... 
he's not like versus the. Even though he's throwing some decent touchdowns, of you know. I mean, if, what are his weapons right now? No, I I, I get it. I one hundred percent get it. He, he's lost a lot of weapons. I also. And didn't what even is say the office? Patriots? I was just thinking of Tom Brady, so I said the Patriots when I said that Chicago game. Oh, I didn't okay. honestly. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't even. Hear yeah, it. yeah. I was just thinking Patriots because of Tom Brady. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. No, I mean. Also, what's his offensive line right now, too? I mean, Miles. Well, they got Johnson, Lane Johnson back, but they're lose. They lost two people in camp for the year. Um, no, look, it's not a great situation, but you also like the eye test has shown that, like, even with his. Poor weapons um, and some injuries. He's thrown some really bad balls. Yeah, he's dumb. But how? Why are you defending that though? A quarterback needs to have a high IQ and to to. No, 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 I'm saying like like he's dumb. Like he makes dumb throws. I, I, he's I not defend it. Okay, we. <laughs> I'm so confused with what's happening. Right it sounds like you're defending him because we're saying something, and then you're saying. No, but he's just dumb. I don't. I don't uh, get it. Yeah. Are but you defend? Are you defending him? Like I don't. I don't think the what's his face could do any better. You don't think Jalen Hurts could do any better? Yeah. No. Well, they're gonna lose this week. Yes. Uh, barring a miracle. So I, I think they're su- supposed to lose. So they're not. There's not gonna be any chatter if they lose this week. The big thing is if they go, if they play the Giants the week after. Um, you know, I don't remember the ne- the last time the Giants beat the Eagles uh, a long time ago. Oh. Uh, and this is a Thursday nighter. So if they lose that game, then I think you're going to definitely get a bunch of clamor for Jalen Hurts. So, if, yeah, they're, they're losing this game coming up against Baltimore. And if they lose again, then sure. And, not, gonna... and not only that, if the Cowboys, again, I think, keep winning – and they keep losing. I think it's gonna make it even better, more of a, a quicker like pull because they're gonna lose that opportunity to even win the, this shit division. And when you not at that point, why continue to play Wentz when you fucking drafted Hurts? You drafted Hurts to obviously be your quarterback. There's no fucking reason why you drafted him so early to fucking just sit there. So if they're out of it or close out of it, I think Hurts has gotta come in because I agree his wide receiving. Wide receivers are just, you know, fill-ins, mostly. Although Fulgrim looks good, but Fulgrim, yeah. I don't know. I can't trust Wentz anymore. Oh, poor Wentz. He was great, then he got hurt, and then Foles took over, and he hasn't been the same ever since. So that's why I just want to talk about Wentz really quickly. That he just, you know, Wentz. All right. Well, do you trust any of the other Eagles this week? Miles Anyways, Sanders, you're not not playing Miles Sanders. He seems to find the end zone, so I wouldn't uh, go away from him for that. But I mean, a lot of people either. I mean, we have that weird wild wild west uh, free agency where you can just pick up players willy nilly. Um, yeah. So as of right now, not a lot of people have picked picked up Fulgrim. But he I mean he's going to be one of the, the second highest player picked up this week to Claypool, right? So. People who are picking him up are most likely playing him. I'm I'm assuming with two back to back nice games, so that's yeah. That, that's that's it. I mean, obviously, it's a tough play. It, it's the Ravens. It is a tough play. It is a tough play. Um, but it's still it's a good pickup because I mean, who knows when Jackson or Jeffrey will ever get back there? Um, and then 
When when is Rager due back? And if he was put on IR, so at least a few weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. I never know how IR works now. I know there's yeah, like, like three there's a three week IR. It's three weeks, three weeks. <laughs> they got they got to put some sort of different name to it. I think I think it has like IRR for like IR reserve, which means I think they're out for the season. But I think once Rager comes back, he goes down a little. But look, there's I guess not a lot of weapons, so he could he could stake his claim to number one. Ertz looks like he. Is in that year where he's. Um, this is a bad year. Kinda, bad year to pick him. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, there's always that year with athletes where it's like, oh yeah, this is the year where they don't look the same, and this looks like that one. And uh, I'm hoping Dallas Goddard comes back at some point. I mean, he did have an ankle fracture, but hopefully he can make it back. But that's definitely hurt them as well. Um, it's just it's it's a bad situation right now in Philly. Um, on the on the Ravens side, right? Ravens, whatever you say. Um, yes. Hollywood Brown finding the end zone, which is nice. Uh, finally, I, I like him this week. I like him again. Mark Andrews looking like a ridiculous, uh, you know, play every week as long as he catches the ball. I mean, they get in the red zone so often. He's one of the best red zone targets. So. Yeah, yeah. What, well, does he have? Five, what does he have five touchdowns already? Five, something crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, but he's I don't know if he's broken 50 yards yet or at 60 yards uh, he hasn't his yardage has been really low which um, I don't know maybe is that a good thing or a bad thing what? is it a good thing that you're like well he's still been able to put up these big games I, um, with low yardage I think it's a good thing because I don't think Lamar Jackson is really I don't think he's peaked again this season yet he's um, his, yeah, we, his, we, his yardage is definitely season. down from last season in throwing so I think if, he can, if that can get picked up, it only benefits Mark Andrews. And the fact that he's still scoring what he's scoring now and that passing offense is a bit down, I think that's a, that's a good sign as long as the offense yeah, does got, pick up. He's got five touchdowns. He had two, ba- two bad games in a row against Houston and Kansas City where he didn't really do much. And then the other three games are very good where he put up five touchdowns in 56, 57, and 58 yards. So here's hoping next week is 59 yards. Consistency. There you go. <laughs> Consistency. Um, what do we think about their run game this week? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, just stay away from it completely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, Eagles have a pretty good run, D, and you just don't know who they're going to – I mean – yeah, who are they going to go at the red zone? Who are they going to give those goal line touches to? I had someone try to offer me Mark Ingram in a league, and I'm like, no, I don't care. I just, you don't want that headache. I do not you don't want, want that. that. You don't want that week-to-week headache. Not at all. Not at all. Any, yeah. Oh, he was the leading rusher in this one, but still only 5.7 points. It's, all, it's awful. It's a bad situation this year. And then Gus Bus still getting his carries. Wow, look, again. I, I've said it. Last year was an aberration. But year in, year out, what do I say? I can't stand Harbaugh with the running game. And he's fucking it ag- up again. Like so he, this is... Um, God, you're on the Gus bus. Who is that guy, Alex? Uh, there's a dude on the Ravens two to three years ago that we love. The guy who uh, does... Um, the, the Irish step dance. The yeah. Irish step dance, yeah. Oh, and we were like, oh, we love this guy, but they have to give him more touches. Then he just turned out to have a little bit of a fumble problem, so he didn't take. But he had a few good games. I feel like that's Dobbins right now. 
like we I keep thinking like you got to get him more touches like three catches for 21 yards that's like almost 10 I mean not that's not almost 10 yards but seven yards again <laughs> nice. Alex Collins Alex um, Collins and then just Alex Collins yeah yes. and then just one rush for 34 yards I don't know if I hand it off to my running back he gets 34 yards I probably hand it off to him again hey you would think, right? Well well but, well you know, that, that's hardball for you. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't re-sign Javoris Allen and get him involved in the mix because, you know, he fucking <laughs> yeah, loves Javoris yeah. Allen. Buck Allen. John was the king at starting Buck Allen on, like, the right weeks. I felt <laughs> like you and Buck Allen had a really good uh, relationship. We had a little, you know, simpatico going on every yeah. now and then. You just called him up and you're like, hey, Buck, is this the this is the game that... Harbaugh is going to give it to you when there's three more talented running backs. <laughs> Buck Allen was like the, he wasn't the king of the dumpers because that's obviously Alex Smith to Chris Thompson. He was like the prince of the dumpers. It's just, he it, just, he just like wiggle in and out of the offensive line and, you know, get some points. For it's him. just crazy. He's like a number three uh, running back on the team, but like in a situation where, you know, they're driving, they're in the hurry up offense, they're down like six or seven points. Gotta, gotta throw they're like, gotta fuck throw our number in. one, fuck our number two, bring Buck Allen in, he's our guy, the guy we fucking, he's, he's a mediocre at best, and that's who they use. And I'm like, fuck, I mean, man. Fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. You, know, you, know, <laughs> you know how frustrating it is to have the, the lead running back in fantasy not be some, in some on... Buck Allen was the lead running back of that trio. He is so. not. I don't, what, I don't know what's going right. on. But anyway, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen has been ruled out for the rest of tonight's game with a back injury, so uh-oh. that's not good. Uh-oh, pick up Mike Williams, everybody. Not really, but I mean, go for it. John's going to do it right now. Look at grabbing his phone, he's going to pick up Mike Williams. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's on Pete's team. Yeah, I'm going, no, I'm, if anything, I'm picking up Guyton. Guy Tom. Guyton? The, the Guy Tom. You could pick up Mike Williams probably tomorrow, because Pete picks up about four receivers every week. And then winds up dropping half. <laughs> but like, dude, like the amount of receivers that guy picks up and drops is ridiculous. And just by the way, if you called it uh, Drew Brees rushing touchdown today, uh, one more rushing touchdown than Kamara has tonight. <laughs> why would why would Drew Brees be running a one yard rush, t- rushing touchdown? Why would it not because be? Because he does he does a, ju- he does a jump over the yeah, that is that is actually classic Brees the jump over well, the, the line. Well, it was also. Um, I'm the remaining not... seconds of the half, and they called back a Sanders touchdown mm. from like one of those one inch on the goal line calls. Oh, I so, didn't see that. Oh, what the fuck? I would have. I was not. I am actually currently not watching the game as I am in my front room. My my, my daughter and my wife were playing just dance. Yeah, John, so. I thought about you. That was a tough break. Sorry, John. Answer. Why don't you just get your iPad out and just go on to. One of your streaming services. Because I use all of my bandwidth, John, to have this Skype with both of you. So, um, John. This is more important, obviously. It's bandwidth, man. Look, I sacrifice. I thought you just upgraded. I sacrifice my Saints game so you and Lauren can watch The Bachelorette tomorrow. So, season you're welcome, just FYI. You're welcome. Okay? You so, can't miss the premiere. So. It's a long, yeah, you got to meet all the guys. All right. Next week is bullshit because it would be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing whether it's the premiere or not. John and Lauren have to watch The Bachelorette on the night it airs because if not, they're going to get spoilers. <laughs> so, yeah, to be true. honest, I mean, there are a lot of spoilers. Also, it's awful. I, I get it. I do get it. But I'm just saying. You're also, like, also, the fact, like, you know, 
bachelor, get some ice cream. So it's a you know it's a it's a whole production, and then we it's make fun experience. of all the people. Well, that's yeah. that's why I succeeded we, we, watching the Saints make, game and allowing you to watch comments it. to each other. I get it, John. I get it. We watched my wife we and did. I watched the Mass Singer together. That's our thing. So we do the, 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 we do the Wednesday challenge. We do the Wednesday challenge with right. a with a few people. We all zoom and drink and watch the challenge. Even when there's no challenge on, we just watch an old season. <laughs> like but now we're watching an old season. Wow, that's funny. It's pretty good though. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah, we're we watched Johnny Bananas first season. I didn't know that he was the first guy out. <laughs> Forget. You no, know, it's real big throwbacks. Uh, well, now everyone knows a little, little bit of window into our lives on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and Tuesdays. Um, all right, let's move on to uh, uh, the next game. John has. Oh, okay. Uh, the next game, I just kind of panicked and I picked the the Washington football team at the Giants. <laughs> you yeah, panic. Yeah, yeah. That was a huge panic. Well, because I want to talk about. I didn't realize we were going to talk so much about Dumpers and Alex Smith, but also Brendan Allen is probably starting, so that, that the whole thing yeah, I want to talk about. Kyle, well, Kyle Allen might start. I don't know about Brandon yeah. Allen. Um, we don't even know, the, we don't even know his name. name, and we're going to talk about this game. But I will say, I was actually ups- – the reason why I'm upset that uh, – actually, probably it works with Kyle Allen starting over Dwayne Haskins. Um, I would have preferred Alex Smith, but in the past two games, I think this – J.D. McKissick has been finding some uh, some PPR value – with uh, Dump City. So, well, I, as soon as Alex Smith came in, I was like, J.D. McKissick's value is about to go through the roof because oh, yeah. he's about to get 10 catches totaling 30 yards. Yeah, it's like you, li- you literally think they're going to fly Chris Thompson back from Jacksonville just to be on the Redskins, <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, football team, so they could throw Chris Thompson the ball 100 times. Like, that's what I feel like they need to do. But, you know, now Kyle Allen's in, so it's not going to be as premier dumper as it's it would dumpy. be. So. I mean, he did get very good at dumping to uh, McCaffrey last year, so I mean, I guess he's got, so. some, he's got some practice in the dump. But he's not in the, the art of the dump. He's not the dumper king, and that's Alex Smith. We know that. No, he's not the dumper. <laughs> but who has been learning from the dumper king? You know, sure. maybe he's a he's a dump protege. <laughs> All right, the uh, would you guys protege. rather talk about like the Rams at 49ers? I don't know. No, we can continue talking about the that's football like, team. Yeah, well, that's just no, we're here. We're right, here already. This game like has actual like fringe players that you might start or sit. So a little bit of a disappointment from Antonio Gibson last game after he had a couple really strong games in a row. I think he's gonna he's gonna turn it back on. Well, I feel he, like Scott, Kyle Allen told, or Brandon Allen stole his first touchdown, um, <laughs> rushing touchdown. That could have been an Antonio Gibson touchdown close to the goal line. Um, but uh, Allen ran it in instead, so that hurts. Um, but yeah, I, I think this could be a game where Gibson comes back versus the Giants, uh, has a nice game, probably finds the end zone. So I think it's a bounce back for Gibson. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too afraid at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, what do, you, what are we thinking about Scary Terry? Um, this is probably a good thing that Haskins is out, right? I mean, Haskins looked like. Oh, he, he looked like a lost quarterback out there. Yeah, I mean, well, within a quarter and a half, I think, which is when Allen went out, uh, he had like 97 passing yards. So it wasn't the worst thing in the world. You know, he was looking at hitting probably about a little over 200, and, you know, Scary Terry's going to catch probably the good majority of those. So, and Kyle Allen wasn't bad in Carolina throwing it to DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. So I think it's I think it's an alright thing to have Kyle Allen as your quarterback. He could throw for three hundred plus yards. It's not like he can't do it. He's done it before. So um 
I, I have no issues starting a... Just didn't do it here. here. Only 74 yards. He got hurt. <laughs> no, I know. He probably wasn't going to do it anyways, but... 111 yards total from Allen and Smith. I mean, it was a bad game. It I was guess. bad. Take that out of memory. Bad game for everybody. It was It was rainy. It was yeah. rainy. Um, For the Giants, I mean... I think I'm really into my Slayton trade. I mean, although I did trade Cooks for him, so I guess it's a lot. <laughs> Looks great too, but um, can we bring Cooks back on the ship? Like, because we we jump ship on that son of a bitch. Can we like grab yeah, like a thing and back pull it back? Well, like Cooks had like the plus one of like Bill O'Brien, and we were like, you know, we we actually don't like Bill O'Brien. You're cool though. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Cooks. Sorry yeah. for jumping off too soon, but I'm still okay with that trade because Cooks is going to be more of a rotation, like. Phil Fuller's gonna get those wide receiver one most weeks, um, but then Cooks and Cobb are gonna be involved with Slayton. It's like if the Giants have a good matchup, he is a very high receiver. If they have a bad matchup, they can't move the ball too well, so he bumps back down to like a wide receiver two, three or three or four. Yeah, but in any good matchup for the Giants, he's a high end too. Yeah. Um, because there's not too many receivers this year that have two games with over 100 yards. Yeah, and I mean in the haters club, I sat Fuller for Slayton, and I think came out two points ahead. Yeah, was, like, and they, look, like, they were both close. He also had a 35 yard touchdown called back for nothing. Yeah, That's but, true. so <laughs> he, should, he should have had a game where he. Put up what, 11 catches for 150 yards and a touchdown. That's a pretty monster game. Oosh. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. Um, yeah, I like him this week for sure. What do you think of uh, Ingram? He uh, didn't he catch a touchdown pass this week. <laughs> no, he ran one and he caught one. He ran one. And he, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so he didn't yeah. catch one. I mean, it was a trick play. Tri- it was a trick punt play, but uh, you know, he did catch one. Uh, yeah. We're still out. Well, we still out on Ingram. Bless you. We're still out on Ingram. Ingram? Ingram? Uh, this week I am. I think yeah. the Cowboys gave up, usually give up six catches for 60 yards and a touchdown against tight end, so. Yeah, I don't like him. I just, just watching him play just doesn't look good. Uh, so, I'll discount his rushing touchdown and his trick play touchdown that didn't count anyway. And last thing about the Giants that I have, what about Freeman? Looked like he ran with a little bit of purpose this week. I know the Cowboys defense is a little Cowboys, though. But Cowboys defense. So do you think no dice? You think he's still? I mean, the fringe running back, you know. I think he's a bo- He's a starting running back body in a fantasy football season where they're hard to come by now. So nope. I think you have to roster him, and he's definitely a flex consideration on, during their bad weeks. And let's not forget too, bye weeks this week. I think it's the Saints, the Chargers, the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. And one other team, I think maybe the Raiders or something like that. Or so you're gonna uh, lose. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna lose some good running backs this yeah, week. So. Kamara, Carson, Jacobs, Jacobs and Kelly, and, and yeah. So this might be a week where Gibson and uh, Freeman might pr- be more prominent in on teams because they've lost some good players. So um, yeah, I think they're both startable uh, because of the bye weeks. Uh, obviously, Freeman, a fringe flex, yeah. and Gibson, a running back two this week. There you go. That sounds about right. I think that's good. So, 
John, you picked a good game there. There you go. Yeah, told you. The, I, me at first. Do, you, do you like by but and do you like either of the defenses? Do you think uh, the red? Uh, Jesus, I keep calling the red. Uh, the football team's defense uh, will be all right versus the, the Daniel Jones. Do you they'll get enough pressure? I mean, they're gonna get a bunch of sacks. Might get a couple fumbles, but they're also getting a lot of points. So they'll they'll get like 10, 12 points depending on how um, how much scoring your defense gets in your league. I uh, I like them both. Um, I'm trying. I mean, I gotta go over the other matchups for this week. Um, but I I like them both. Yeah, I think if, right. if I had to pick one, I think it would be the Redskins over the over the Giants. But Washington. God damn it, I'm sorry. I would go Giants probably. Okay. Um, but like, so like a lot of people have Kansas City and Buffalo defenses. They play each other. That's a tough game for both of them. A lot of people have the Rams in San Francisco. They play each other. It's a tough game. Ah, I'd probably a lot the Rams. Have Tampa Bay. A lot of people have Tampa Bay. They play Green Bay. So, yeah. it's a tough game. Um, the Jets in Miami play. You're not going to start either of those defenses. I don't know. I might start Miami. <laughs> I think I might start <laughs> Miami. I mean, Joe Flacco is elite. You got Chicago. <laughs> Look, there's just not too many defense. I mean, Chicago goes against Carolina, whose offense has been on fire. You're not starting Minneapolis. Minnesota or Atlanta. Um, Baltimore against Philly is a great matchup. Uh, Houston, Tennessee, I don't know. Maybe I don't want, like either of those. I, I mean, both of these defenses are startable because... Last strange matchup, yeah. Last strange. Yeah. Although I do like the Rams versus the 49ers because the 49ers offense just hasn't looked right and the Rams seem like they're getting a lot of pressure lately. So um, Yeah, that's true. I do like that. But all right. All right. Let's go into our final game. Uh, it's the Cardinals at the Cowboys. Anthony, you want to talk about some boys that we might have thrown off some ships hypothetically on the Cardinals? Well, we talked about Kenyon Drake. And I will say, besides the touchdown that he scored late in that game, like, which people were like, oh, well, maybe that's, you know, it's getting better for Kenyon Drake. It looked bad. Chase Evans looked like the way better running back that entire game. And if not for that, late touchdown Drake's game would have been again awful. So yeah. I'm still on the I think it's time to throw Drake maybe, Drake off there. I'd say maybe keep him around for this game. Hopefully you have two good games in a row with him and then offload him. I think you offload him now and with that one good game <laughs> and then be like, oh, look, the Cowboys, you know, I got a good game right away. I guess so. I just 20 points away from me. I'm just, just you know, little me, just like, you know, oh. I'm, just, I'm sacrificing so much. <laughs> the Cowboys. He just looks so bad running the ball uh, versus Jets, whereas Chase Evans looked way better in. And by the way, again, not catching passes the way Chase Evans is catching passes. So I think I would try to unload him now. And say, like, look, he had this game with a touchdown. looked all right. You know, 60-something yards, I mean, whatever it was. Get get whatever you can for him, because I don't think Drake is going to be worth anything. Like, worth what he was going forward. I think it's just going to go down. Like, the thing where you said, like, where Edmonds just looks like a better running back. Like, I don't know what happened at, from the end of last year to this year, but, like, closely watching that game, because I'm a Jets fan, unfortunately. He just runs straight forward. He doesn't cut. He just runs straight forward. Edmonds looked good last year, too, before he got injured. He was yep. having some great games. So I think it's just more of a situation. Look, 
I think Edmonds is definitely rosterable, and I, <clears throat> I've been trying to get him, but I keep losing out on him on the waiver wire. He keeps getting picked up and dropped. Um, but uh, I think that's like a just turning into a split carry backfield. So you're you're getting kind of fucked with Drake. Yeah. I don't think Edmonds is some like gold rush guy though that you're going to get. I think he's a good running back, and I think he's definitely playable now. And, but, and, and in PPR especially because he's catching all the passes in in the backfield. Like Drake, also, Drake had like one catch last week, like seventy thirty, and they're they're slowly just evening out towards fifty fifty. And it's Ed, not like it's not like Edmonds is losing carries out, losing out carries. Edmonds is just looking better when I when I'm watching them run because I did watch the Jets Cardinals game because I had a lot of interest because wow. of Murray and Hopkins, and it was okay. Drake did not just didn't look good. Really, no, good. He, just, he plows. Ahead, I mean, he plows ahead for two to three yards every time. It was the last three rushes he had, like that led up to that touchdown that looked okay. It was like eight, six, and then the touchdown, which was like a yard or two. Like that was it. Other than that, he did not look good for the rest of that game. So I don't know. I, I had Drake, which I don't in any league, which I actually wanted because I liked them early on. Um, I would try to be getting rid of him now because I don't, like I said, I don't think it's getting better. I think it's going to be like a 60 40 split for the rest of the season, and Edmonds going to get all the receiving uh, yards for the Cardinals. So I don't like it. I don't like it. He doesn't like it, people. I don't like okay. it. Also, uh, we already talked about the Cowboys, you know, so we don't have to mention them again. Um, all right. I just want to say the Chiefs-Bills game on 5 p.m. Monday, couldn't the NFL have done, like, 6 p.m.? Like, give us a little bit more time to get home for this, what should be one of the better games in the AFC. Yeah, it's a pretty cool game. But I mean, who knows? I work from Games home. Games are so going to be all different now, all over the place. Yeah, and yeah. I work from home, so I'll be home, so it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm just, I just want to mention that game because you're playing your boys. It's going to be an awesome game, hopefully. I'm just glad that they decided to move it because for the longest time, the Bills were like, well, we could either be playing on Tuesday against Tennessee or Thursday against the Chiefs and uh, the league's not really telling us which one it's well, going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. So there's no Thursday night game this week, right? Nope. That is uh, that's sort of disappointing. I mean, I think they should just go back to it. Well, like no, thir- like no Thursday no, night yeah, games, no the way, way it was. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess, but I, I mean, it is nice to have the game tomorrow night at least. So, like, you know, three straight yeah, nights a, of football. That's a satiate you, you animal. So. <laughs> it's, it, it it helps. It definitely helps. But uh, you know, I always look forward to Thursday night because, like, you know, you had the football game, and the next day is Friday, so you're like you're right there in the weekend. You know, it's like a nice little cap to the uh, the week of uh, work. Yeah. But now you don't have it this week, so that's all right. We'll live. We'll live. All right. So let's go to our segment for this week. It is: Did we find a new starter, or is he just an injury replacement farter? <laughs> Love it. Uh, not more, not one of my best segment names, but I don't know. It sounds like a perfect John segment name, though. <laughs> anytime, I know. I know. <laughs> it channeled my inner John. <laughs> Any, anytime it rhymes, it's cool with me. Uh, one at a time. Yeah. So I guess um, there's two of the biggest guys, and we already kind of talked to them. But I guess I'll go Fulgham to start. Uh, monster game. Over 10 catches, what, a close to 100, around 150 yards, and uh, looked athletic, was making big plays, uh, but 
you know, you have that whole offense out. So if Deshaun Jackson's back next game, if Alshon Jeffrey's back, if um, Jalen Rager comes back soon, if they start getting all these guys back, which, like, these aren't big names. Maybe in the past these were big names, but now they're not. Uh, do you Are you okay with starting this guy next week? Or do you think it's just the opportunities is what gave him this? I think that if he wasn't playing the Ravens, I would be a lot more excited this week. But he did against the Steelers, who overall good defense. And even though they're secondary, or no one's secondary is playing up to like their their recent history of secondaries, just because defenses have been so far behind in this uh, pandemic season so far. If they weren't playing the Ravens, I'd be a lot more excited about it. But I think he's going to be in the conversation for a flex starter for the rest of the season, just because of the amount of opportunities he's going to get. If Deshaun Jackson comes back, how many targets is he going to see? Three, four, maybe? Like, And they're, they're all deep shots. Bolgan was all over the middle of the field. He was, like, he was just gobbling up the targets. What do you get? 11 catches or something? I think you can... He, he'll be... Every week he'll be in the flex play conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And and this week worried about the Ravens, of course. But I don't I don't I don't really worry about Deshaun Jackson or Elshon Jeffrey. I don't even think even if they come back, that should affect I mean how many how many games is Elshon Jeffrey gonna play if like, he comes back even? And, like you know, it sucks to say and like same thing with Jackson. <laughs> and like you like you said, Brian, maybe maybe like four or five years ago that those names would mean something. But they don't mean anything right now. So I um I I definitely see him as a what well, a starter, not a farter, but maybe a maybe 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 a, a mild farter this week because just because of the matchup is so yeah. bad, so bad. And they also have Greg Ward, who they like over there, but he's been like kind of their possession receiver. They're over, they need that over the middle possession type receiver instead of the guy that just. It seems like their team with Rager, Jackson, and stuff are just guys that stretch the field. They need somebody to move the chains. So I think I think without I think Goddard is def- is more of his bigger threat, but Goddard's not coming back anytime soon. So I I will agree with you guys. There we go. More more starter than farter. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um. So let's go on to the guy that I rushed to pick up. Once I scored him, <laughs> once I saw him score his second touchdown of the day, that's Chase Claypool. Bit more of a muddied situation with Juju and uh, Deontay Johnson, although Deontay Johnson has had injury concerns throughout the season already. Is he is Claypool in the conversation to be a starter for the rest of the year, or at least in solid matchups? I'm leaning more towards starter than farter with him too. He just looks electric. And I know again, it's only one game, but he looks really good. Those routes were good. He's fast as shit. Um He is very fast. He it looks he, he looks like he looks legit. So I would definitely and say more starter than farter. Through, like I, I don't know if I'm misremembering, but with like Mike Wallace and Antonio Brown, the Steelers have always done a bunch of like the wide receiver running plays, right? That was the other one I was thinking of, Mike Wallace. Yeah, not just Mike Antonio Wallace Holmes. I think it was San, I think it was Mike Wallace, not Antonio Holmes that I was thinking about. I think it was Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace, big body dude. Um, Claypool, I think, is going to have a very rookie season. Um, 
Bryant type year where you remember he had like nine or ten touchdowns his rookie season and there was a bunch of long ones. Yeah. Marcus Bryant. I, I I could see him doing that, uh, putting up a bunch of scores. I don't know if his yards are going to be there every single game, but yeah. he's definitely a great touchdown threat. Yeah, no, he definitely is, and it's you know uh, he's like he's like Fuller with Hopkins on the team. Like oh. he, that's what he reminds me. He reminds me of a Fuller. I mean, um, that's how I'm he, thinking. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. I'm gonna say if, if he's a rookie, yeah, well, he's already at Fuller's like <laughs> like foolish potential. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah. As much as I hated on Fuller, just because I would never pick the right games to fucking play him. <laughs> it's the opposite of Buck Allen with Fuller. Fucking Buck Allen. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, I think definitely more starter than farter this this uh coming coming uh going forward. And I wish I had now a fart drop. On there, even though we haven't done the fart yet, but we, we have our tongues, we can do that with our mouths. Last time you did that, see what, remember what you did? Remember, you caused what? this whole podcast to like sound like really fucking weird. So, yeah, John, maybe no fart noises with your mouth. Okay, I'll um, <laughs> two episodes. All right. All right, what about uh, Madison? Madison, uh, even with Cookout, is he a starter or a farter? Oh, he's because... a starter. Is he? Yeah. Is that is that team good enough? He had 112 he... yards in half a game. He had 112 yards in half a game. The guy is fucking good. He's the best backup running back there is, maybe besides Mike Davis. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not <laughs> maybe besides that. Mike Davis, but he's fucking amazing. He looks like I mean, without with that, with if you change his number because it has the same fucking hair, he sort of looks like Dalvin yeah, Cook. I don't, I don't you like never, that. Thing. You never, they you look, never know who's actually playing unless like you. Uh, take the helmet off. Um, he he looks good. I'm sorry. And they have they have the Falcons this week. Is that am I correct in saying they have the Falcons this week? If Delvin Cook is out, that's a fucking matchup. Like yeah, they have the Falcons. So you're rushing the, to play him. Lock that well, shit in. Would you say uh, running back one this week? If Cook is out, yes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's gonna fucking light up the Falcons. Light them up. And the defensive coordinator was, by the way, uh, the Falcons' defensive coordinator was uh, moved up to head, interim head coach. The defensive coordinator. Yeah, well, he's been doing a really good job. I know, but the defense is not that good. I'm just joking. That's a okay. Oh, I was gonna say, I was, <laughs> like, like uh, they moved up the guy who was running the one of the worst defenses. Yes, they had a lot of injuries, but those players weren't that great to begin with. Um, I'm just saying. I love Matt Madison this week, if, especially if Cook's not playing. Even if Cook's playing, I still think he's going to be a good a good play by week filling. Yeah, I mean, they're the get-right team. Uh, we got more bounce back against them. They're, Davis was still on a roll. Uh, they're anybody. You just, you're hoping your fantasy guys play the Falcons. You're just like marking that matchup on your calendar and saying, I'm going to start all these people now. Yeah, pretty much. So I like Madison this week. With or with that, even if, like I said, Cook playing, Cook not playing. So, we still don't have a farter yet. Not a, not, a, not a true farter. I want a farter. Are we getting a farter soon? All right, I'll, I'll make you fart. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, well, actually, no, since you were heavily defending him. Um, let's throw in the, the red rifle, the red rocket, Andy Dalton. Uh, he's going against Arizona, you know, very middle-of-the-pack defense, and there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. Is he uh, startable? Hmm. So Wilson, no. Wilson's out. I mean, you're not playing 
Uh, I, I play Teddy over him. Really. Who, who's Carolina playing this week again? They're playing the... Uh, Panthers are playing Bears. The Bears and the... Ooh. No, I think I'd actually rather play Dalton over Bridgewater this week. I think the matchup fits Dalton better. The Bears have had pretty decent defense. They're not, they're not giving up a shit ton of points. All right, what about Dalton or Fitzpatrick against the Jets? Uh, Fitzpatrick. Hmm. Fitzpatrick revenge game. Most dangerous. Stop with the revenge game. There's no revenge game versus the Jets. (laughs) Fitzpatrick has been on too many teams to (laughs) Yeah, he has a revenge versus the entire league. Like, come on. You can't can't do that. Um, All right, what about um, Dalton or Goff against San Francisco? Goff's been like... Goff's been sneaky sneaky good, yeah. Sneaky good. Um, No, fuck it. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going Dalton. But we're close to a farter. We are close. I don't know if we're close to a farter. I don't think he's a farter. I think he's good. Um, More of a modern. You just want to watch him play a few games before you decide. At at least a full season before we actually figure (laughs) out what's going on. (laughs) I mean, Um, the thing is, though, like, he does have a shit ton of weapons that, like, easily step into. He stepped into yeah, a he, he stepped into a great defense, position. So. He stepped into a great a position. Have to yeah, yeah, great position. I'm telling you, Dalton's gonna uh, uh, Dalton's gonna put up 25 to 30 fantasy points this game, this week, locking it in. I I will definitely take the under on that one. All right, lock it up, Dalton. Dalton, 25. What about him? Or, you know who's Matt Ryan has looked pretty bad the last couple of weeks. Oh, and Arthur Blank also mentioned that he's like. Eh, about the, uh, Ryan being the QB of the future. Like, he's like, meh. All right, first off, all right. A, one thing, Matt Ryan, pick up your game. I picked you in, like, all my leagues because I, I believed in you this year. Second, the QB of the future, he's been in the league for, like, 12 years. Like, how long do you think? <laughs> well, it's not like he's, like, a third-year starter. Well, no. The future is now. No, he is He is pretty old. I actually saw that. I'm like, oh, wow, he's that old. Um, But, look, but he can still be a QB for another three, four years. But I think, I think he might be gun after this year. So, I don't, I so don't we're think just saying... Future Jets quarterback Matt Ryan. Calling it now. Look, if they let go of Matt Ryan, there's going to be a bunch of teams that jump at the oh, chance I, to start. Absolutely. Three, absolutely. Um, like the 49ers. Like the Eagles or... Yeah. No, the Eagles think Wentz is their quarterback of the future. I don't think anybody else is too convinced. It'll be Flacco and Matt Ryan as the quarterbacks in three years for the Jets. Well, there's also going to be some pressure on, like, Stafford, even though he's a good quarterback, to, like, the lines, like, well, what have you done for me type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, can see so that. There's, there might be some good, so a few good quarterbacks at a crossroads. Well, the the Stafford, Stafford's just hoping that Patricia doesn't get fired right away because once you remove the coach, blaming the coach, then it goes to blaming the quarterback. Mm. <laughs> so Matt Ryan's right in that. He's in that area right now. Yeah, he his buffer is gone. Stafford <laughs> still has his buffer. There you go. I like Stafford too. Um, wait, so what were we talking about? Andy Dalton being being a, not a farter, right? That's what. It was. I mean, you can make a case for him. Yeah, you can make a case for him. But this also kind of is a little bit of a look into the future. Do you think he'll turn into a farter? Like you might be able, you might play him this week, but do you think three weeks down the line he's farting? He's farting on the bench. I think he's not far on the, I mean, I, I on the, the fantasy Cowboys bench, maybe. Schedule. But I forget the Cowboys schedule. But I remember last week I was saying this is going to be like next like six weeks are 
getting fat time for the Cowboys, where like they're they face a lot of shitty defenses. So I think for the next few weeks, Indong can can carry you if you're hurting for quarterbacks. So yeah, he's not a farter. Not a farter. There we go. Do See, we, for, do, for so now. we don't have any farters. No fart noises yet. We have one more. We have one more guy at least. Uh, oh, I thought of one more guy that's like kind of like would come out come up out of nowhere to be a, a new starter, and that's a uh, Christian Kirk. The Cardinals' uh, schedule over the next few weeks, they're at Dallas, uh, second-worst team for pass yardage, versus Seattle, worst team for pass yardage, by then versus Miami, eighth-worst eighth worst team, versus Buffalo, 12th, at Seattle, and then at New England, which is the ninth-worst. Ninth worst. He was... Uh... He was one of my my fantasy uh, my guys that I drafted in a lot of leagues and then sort of fell off of because he got hurt and then I was worried. I thought you that, were Andy Isabella. No, no, no. I Andy Isabella after Kirk got was post Kirk yeah. was post Kirk yeah. and that didn't post-Kirk. pan out obviously immediately. Um, by the way, just found out I didn't know this before um, that Isabella was drafted before DK Metcalf. So, that's not a good pick. So that's yeah. not a good pick for the Cardinals. Were like, what the fuck? They could have had DK Metcalf. Um, Metcalf and Hopkins together. How do you? How do you even? DK Metcalf won the third round. How do you do that? Right. How do you look? How do you just put those two guys next to each other? I know it's not all stature, <laughs> but like still, just like... do it, and you're like, are we really gonna do this? We're gonna pick Andy Isabella over him. So I know I found that out last uh, last night when I was watching the game, and I was like, oh god! I'm like, really? That's that that's egregious now. I mean, of course we could we could all hindsight, but yeah, damn. and also you know DK Metcalf landed with the perfect quarterback. He did, mm-hmm. he did. Like the, well, the, just prettiest, drops the yeah, at a great time pretty, too when they were like, "Hey, Russell Wilson's a good quarterback. Maybe we should let him throw the ball." And yeah. they were like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Drop into a great situation. Um, um yeah, all all Seattle, all Seattle fantasy players are thriving right now. Except Tyler Lockett the past two weeks. He's got like 10 points combined. By low. That's if, if, Tyler Lockett. If, if some, but if someone is worried by low on Tyler Lockett, they're like... But you know, don't you remember last year? Tyler yeah. Lockett would go, would go from six weeks in a row of over 20 points, and then he would just disappear. That's just him. It's always, I don't know. I would trade I mean, for him. I would trade for him right now. If someone's, if someone's no. worried after two weeks, I would trade for him. We should do by low candidates next week. That sounds like a good idea, but you have to make a funny name, though. Can't be like just by low. It's got to be like rhyming. Got to make, make some sense. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay. All we right. have a week to think of it. All right. So Christian Kirk, do you think with his he had I think five targets and seven targets the past two weeks is his is that an increasing target area that you want to exploit or is that just facing the Jets last week? Even though he's got a schedule a uh, favorable schedule coming up i think he's a good bye week fill-in for the next few weeks i don't think he's gonna ever be something that's gonna put up a i think he's closer to a farter than a, than a, than a starter i think he's closer to a farter as well as john just made his funny fart noise <laughs> um and did not ruin our sound system our sound yeah because uh, i mean you still have isabella there chase Edmonds is finally getting involved in the passing game uh but and then what's you gotta say like what's his uh, ceiling, Kirk? It's probably fourteen points like, at best. In yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like a, he'll get a good game for him as eighty yards. 
Um, and he doesn't find the end zone too much. No. And and Kyle Amore is just going to continue to pepper uh, DeAndre Hopkins with targets. So it's pretty much that's the show. I mean, for some reason, whenever, whenever DeAndre Hopkins are on a team, quarterbacks just throw him the ball regardless of if he's open or not. So <laughs> it's just... Or how many yards he's run <laughs> at that time? Right. Like, oh, you just broke, you just got into your route. You're only two yards down the field. We're gonna, I'm just gonna chuck it at you, anyway. <laughs> and he'll catch it. He'll Turn catch around, Hopkins. <laughs> coming to you. So yeah, I think if anything, he's the closest thing we have to a farter of these uh, of these candidates. So I think that's uh, that's not a bad list for this week. If I have to say so, John, if you're gonna stop watching the game. All right. Well, since we finish our daily, our weekly changing segment, it is time for our only weekly always stay here segment. <laughs> it's the boys. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. the drop is back. Bam! And by the way, I still love the fact that it, I get to dance to that on Just Dance um, on the Nintendo Switch. They have that song, and it's amazing. <laughs> oh, nice. nice! All right. Well, uh, I won the Boys of the Week last week. Um, sure. I had Darius Slayton oh, and yeah. Lavisca Chanel. I'm just assuming Cole Beasley has a good game tomorrow. Um, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. I, I, mean, I had what Chase Edmonds, Golden Tate, and Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Oh, uh, you had one of the no, three at least. Had, no, you had Curtis Samuel. Anthony had Golden Tate. Yeah, I had Oh, yeah. He, I have Golden Tate written down, but he said it before I could. Yeah, so... You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I will go first, and my first boy will be the guy I just mentioned. That's Christian Kirk at Dallas. He, uh, fortunately, I don't have DraftKings because apparently DraftKings, you can't look up prices right now yo right isn't that, isn't that terrible i was trying to do that today and like it's like you can't do this i'm like fuck yeah dumb and also like FanDuel is like completely crashed over the weekend uh both of those sites fuck fucking up big time but yeah christian kirk at dallas uh i just want any time any dallas defense anytime you can play the dallas defense you gotta exploit that so i'm going christian kirk he's gonna get a good game for him seven catches 73 yards and a touchdown Ooh, fun. There you go. So there it is. All right. Uh, I think I came in second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to do a man who has been a man for years and that turned into a boy this season. Hasn't done anything. (laughs) He's a boy now. Sorry. You're back in the boy. You're back in the boy bin with all the other boys. Um, I'm going Marvin Jones against Jacksonville. Oh, he's a total boy. He's a total boy now. I'm going uh, seven for seven for eighty, maybe a touchdown. All right, I'll, yeah, I, I actually don't, yeah. he's he's a hardcore boy right now. He's, <laughs> yeah, so disappointed. Yeah. I know. He was, uh, drafted as, he was drafted as a wide receiver three flex in a lot of people's leagues, and he uh, is not doing that. I'll say that. The only That's time he was a man was when I played against uh, D's team, and she had him, and of course he scored the touchdown. And like it was, the, it was like the one man week he had. The rest he's been fucking yeah. boy city. Um, I'm going with a guy who I thought you guys might have stolen, but um, I'm gonna go with I, even though Smith isn't playing, I'm gonna go with Dump City, and I'm going J D McKissick. So in two uh, weeks, in two weeks, weeks. yeah, I, I was thinking about going first with him, but oh, so I kind of wanted to just like. Uh, I kind of wanted to just leave it out there because I had a feeling somebody else. Oh yeah, 
for I mean, fun. I wanted to leave it out there for look, fun. Look, 13 receptions in two weeks on 16 targets. I mean, even without Alex Smith you know, dumping down to him, he still has the ability to catch these passes. So, And they're going to be down. The, the team's going to be playing from behind. So he's yet to find the end zone, but I think this is the week when it happens versus the Giants. So I'm going to say Dumper City is going to be in full effect. McKenzie's going to have seven catches, and he's going to find himself the end zone this week. Yeah, Anthony just can't turn down that that size mm-hmm. of a dumper. Nah, mm-hmm. Never, never. Um, all right, my second boy will be uh, that that bitch Miles Gaskin playing <laughs> versus the Jets uh, again. Jets just their rush defense is the better part of the defense, but they they just behind they they just get behind so much that teams just run on them and rack up yards. So Miles Gaskin, he's gonna get. He also catches a lot of passes. I'm surprised Anthony hasn't been more interested in, in him. Uh, he's going to get uh, see, 13 rushes for 67 yards, five catches for 45 yards, and a touchdown. You were really specific with your yardage. Well, he gets, he gets both. <laughs> Love he gets it. both. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stick in that game because why not? And I'm going to go... Real deep into the boy band. Um, a baby boy right here. Baby Young boy. guy. Isaiah Ford. Um, it was, it's kind of been... Devontae Parker has been pretty good every week. He's been leading the team in targets. Um, and then it switches between Preston Williams, Jacecki, or Ford. Like, it's always, you know, one of those guys has a pretty good week. And I'm going to say it's Ford this week. That's it. <laughs> Brian's so right to the point. John, like, giving out stats and all this shit. Um, this, is, this is what you get. This is all you get. <laughs> so I have, when you have a deep cut boy, that's what you get. I have, yeah. a bo- I have a boy who should be a man. And if he had the opportunity all the time, he would be the man. And that is Alexander Madison, who I no. mentioned prior. Off, no. Is that, is that, a, is that a boy? Can you? What? Yeah, John and I both had, like, objections. Why? Because Dalvin Cook's not going to play, and you're picking a guy who, like... When has he ever proven anything, though, like, to the point where he's he always... He just said he had 115 yards. <laughs> 120. So he, yeah. had a, so he had a good game, but you're saying that automatically makes him a man? One game makes him a man? I can go back and say all sorts of things about players you guys picked. Madison has never really done it over the course of multiple games. But we just but know he's, a, he's a bonafide starter. Oh, how dare you! He's never been a starter. He's always been the backup. So we can't. He can't. He hasn't had a chance to prove himself. Yeah, as a but he, he is the starter. He yeah, hasn't had. He's, a, he's the. He's like a premier. Oh, how and, dare you! Oh, fine. I, you know that's what? like saying Latavius Murray. Fuck. Oh, you pick. guys, terrible, terrible. Not let me pick Madison. That is awful. That's a man. Awful. Awful. That's a man in this situation. Awful. Sorry. Fine, fine. Veto power. Fine, that's terrible veto. Fine, then I'll go my next boy because now I'm gonna find another one after this because I I had a feeling. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Keelan. Oh, so you had a feeling, so you agree with her objection? I had a feeling you're oh, gonna did be you just jerks. Say Adam Thielen? No, no, Keelan, <laughs> Keelan Cole. Keelan Cole is my guy. Is, is is that okay? Is that acceptable, Keelan Cole? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. fine. Keelan um, Cole, are you sure you don't want DJ Chark? I think Keelan Cole's been the better wide receiver. And he actually was on the field for 60 plays last week, which was most by any Jaguars receiver. So I feel like they're liking him this year. As last year was no, no, no good for Keelan Cole. Um, and he seems to have a good connection with Minshew. Has three touchdowns this season. Not a ton of yards. Um, 
but he's getting the looks. So I like Keelan Cole to find the end zone again this week. And, um, you know, just doing doing what he has to do uh, to be the number two receiver on that team uh, behind DJ Chark. So I like Keelan Cole this week to find the end zone um, again. So while, okay. while you guys go for yours, I'm going to find another receiver <laughs> or player. Right, we'll do that. Um, I will reach into I will reach deep down into my boy bag and I'm pulling out Khalif Raymond. <laughs> your bo- your boy bag just sounds like a ball sack. <laughs> Wait, uh, what name did you say? I didn't even know that this guy was an NFL player. Khalif Raymond of the Tennessee Titans. See, uh, that's the kind of boy we want to hear, Anthony. Yeah. That's like an infant. Like we're talking boys here. I was trying yeah. to do boys. You're talking infants. Infants are the, infants are the most boyish of all the boys. <laughs> oh, John, uh, that's what happens when John reaches down to his <laughs> to his boy bag. He finds <laughs> he finds <laughs> baby boys. John, John, John is <laughs> reaching all over his boy bag right now while he's talking about this. On the <laughs> I I only pull out the the freshest pure boys from my from my boy bag. God damn it. Uh, Playing the Houston <laughs> Texans. Yeah. He, uh, shoot, he shoots a lot of infant boys from his boy bag. Oh, right, you know, Jesus Christ. Cleef <laughs> uh, Raymond, um, with Corey Davis out on the uh, COVID list, Cleef Raymond's going to step up into that void and actually be a good <laughs> football player, unlike Corey Davis. Uh, he had over 100 yards his last game. He's going to do that again against uh, Houston. He'll have a down game against Buffalo, but... Houston, he'll he'll thrive again in Boyland and get 103 yards on three catches and a touchdown. Okay, I'm gonna go um, Cam Akers. Ooh. Okay. Eight for 61 last game. Nine for 61. Sorry, last game. Um, not involved too much more besides that. Uh, it's kind of looked like the the better rusher when he's in. He has to obviously contest with Brown and Henderson. Henderson getting a lot of the goal line work. But I think they give Akers um, a couple touches in the red zone, and he punches it in and has about 70 rushing yards against very susceptible 49ers defense with a lot of players out. All right. I like it. I like it. Anthony, are you ready? I'm going to go with uh, Alexander Madison. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift, another rookie running back. Um, I like the matchup this week versus Jacksonville, who has not been a good defense. Um, Not saying that DeAndre Swift has been getting a lot of carries. He only has 12 attempts, uh, which is third on the team by far, underneath Peterson and Kerryon Johnson. But he does have 13 receptions on 16 targets, and he has a touchdown to go with that. So I'm going to say that DeAndre Swift is not only going to have about four receptions, and he's also going to find the end zone this week versus Jacksonville, much to the chagrin of anyone who starts Adrian Peterson. But I think he's also going to find his way back into the, the backfield a little bit and maybe get about 20 to 30 yards rushing. So I think total he's probably going to get about 12 to 13 points this week, which is far better than anything he's gotten so far this season. So I think Swift is going to start working his way back into this offense. Um as the season progresses, and this is where it starts versus Jacksonville. All sorry, right. sorry, I didn't reach Very too well. big, too deep into the boy bag like John does. No, no, DeAndre Swift has had a horrible last few weeks, so yeah, that, that's that's pretty deep. So, Anthony, you want to finish this up? 
I guess without any um, bullshit, am I allowed to talk without uh, bullshit? Yes. Oh, no Google, no Lily, no more ado. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so you can find us on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens, which is where we will answer all of your fantasy football questions and maybe some other things. Just ask us. We'll 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 find a way to answer it. Um, we are fantasy lens podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us there, you can find us anywhere podcasts can be found, which is iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, even iHeartRadio has us on there for now. Nice. Um, which is pretty sweet. So with that being said, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.